Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This is Almost Good Advice with Ben Higgins and Ashley Iaconetti. Ashley, how are you feeling about giving some relatively good advice today? I feel like you'll do a better job at giving almost good advice. And then I will give um, very like 50-50 advice where like, I'm not even sure if I believe my own. But you know what? I'm feeling better today than I have in the past couple of weeks. The more we do this, the more I'm like, maybe people care. Maybe people like actually think that I have something to say about it. Well, I think the responses have shown That's us. That's what that, I mean. They're positive. Yeah, the responses have shown us that this segment uh, is really not only fun for us, uh, it's maybe helpful for us, uh, you know, to talk through things and learn things about, you know, how we see the world personally. But also, hopefully, it's helpful for all the listeners who are writing us in or maybe listening to this segment and maybe feeling less alone or grabbing some pieces of wisdom or if you disagree with us completely, that's fine too. Maybe at least you're thinking through questions about life and situations that you've never thought through before. We want you to disagree. We want you to agree. This is a conversation for us just to try to find out what our listeners are going through and dealing with and thinking through in this world. And we're so honored 
that you let us host this segment. So let's dive into it right away. We have some really, really great questions today. Some that are going to definitely spark, hopefully, a little bit of contentiousness, but also an understanding between Ashley and myself. We start out with Marina. Here's the question. How do I work on not thinking about a situation that happened to me? I have something specific that I'm thinking about, but I don't feel comfortable sharing that. I know that other people can relate on this. It is consuming me. Any advice would be great. Have you struggled with this? I'm literally fixated on this situation. It's hard and we don't know it. Of course, if it's something like so, so serious that you need to talk to a doctor or a therapist about, definitely I go that route first. If it's not something like that, my I've literally had one situation and I don't even know it's the most random thing in the entire world. Should I share it? It happened to me as a child. <laughs> okay. So I was chosen, which is hilarious now that I have a good advice podcast segment. I was chosen in a fourth grade to be a peer mediator as a fifth grader and sixth grader. Each There was like 10 from the entire grade. And, you know, my parents were super proud of this. You don't even submit yourself. Like the guidance counselor and the teachers came together to make a decision on who would be this. And my parents were really proud because, of course, like that means that you know how to make a decision. Um, you know how to like solve issues peacefully. And um, this one girl thought that I was like stealing her best friend. And I was spending too much time with her and the other girl was annoyed because she wasn't getting as much time. So this other girl that I speak of happened to also be a peer mediator and she took me to a mediation. <laughs> and I was like so embarrassed mm. that another mediator would take me to a mediation because we should be able to just talk this out together right i know that i was 11 it's like not a big deal but i never told my parents this and i told my parents everything so for like 20 years not 20 maybe like 12 years i held this secret from my mom i thought specifically i was holding it for my mom and it would eat me alive sometimes i, I think it was an absolute ocd thing where i'd be like what if something happens to my mom and I never told her that I went to mediation in fifth grade? It was such, it was so OCD, but I would get this cycle of thought and it would stress me out. And then one day I was just like, hey, mom, I'm like 22. I'm like, mom, guess what? This girl took me to a mediation one day. And she was like, oh, really? That's funny. That was it. So you're telling me one of the most like traumatizing moments of your friendship <laughs> as a child is the fact that you had a, a mediator come in between you and somebody else. Well, that I had that somebody took me to a mediation as I as we both were mediators. I know this is the silliest story ever, but I'm trying to tell you that there is like there's a situ like this girl Marina is saying that there's a situation and it's all consuming. And to me, my best advice is that it could be it's probably so consuming in your head. But then when you say it out loud, if it is something like a secret that you need to share with others to make you feel better, once it's out there, you're actually going to be like, so relieved. And it's probably, hopefully, not as big of a deal. Well, yes. <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever shared on this podcast. <laughs> it's not the stupidest. No, I don't, I don't think so. So 
it's really hard to answer this without knowing the context of the situation. Yeah. We don't know the gravity of the the thing that's consuming you. Um, if it's a mistake you made, you know, Ashley just talked about her situation where she was hiding something from her family that she felt like she needed to share with them because it was maybe embarrassing for her. And also um, it was probably a realization that, Maybe for the first time, somebody was actually angry at you. And I think that's yeah. always a moment you remember as a child yeah. is when you yes. feel like, wow, the world maybe doesn't just completely love me like my family does. Maybe I will have conflict in life. It's really your yeah. first moment of conflict. And that's always yeah. a memorable moment as a child. And we can always we'll all speak to that. But I, I don't know. So I'll go at it from the angle maybe of um, if this is a, a mistake you made... Uh, or it's, or maybe it's a way somebody has made you feel. I think the best way f- for it to, to kind of process through your mind is definitely to speak to somebody. I always think that's a good option because I do think having another ear to hear it and kind of bounce some truths off of you um, will always help you move forward. I also think um, for me, when there's something on my mind or maybe I'm feeling down and out in a day because of something somebody said or maybe something I did that I, I when I hurt somebody uh, unintentionally, is I like to sit in those moments a little bit and think through what I'm learning. Like what is actually bothering me? Like what actually offended me? What actually hurt me here? Like was it my ego? Was it what they said about the way I looked? Was it about the way they said, was it something they said about, the way I treat people or the way that I come off to them as a person. And I have to really sit in that and, and think through why did it affect me so much? Like, why is this on my mind so heavily? Because then I can start to get to the root of the issue. I can really start to like dig deep inside myself and say, okay, this is obviously an area of my life that I need to work on or an area of my life. I need to bring to somebody else to talk through with them because this is a very sensitive place uh, subject for me. I also have this theory in life Um, that we're all going to mess up. And I think as long as your intentions were pure, like as long as your intentions were not to mess up the way you did or to hurt somebody the way you did, then it's a, it's a a learning moment. It's a moment for growth. It's a moment to say, okay, I don't want to do this again. Cause I don't want to have this feeling again. I don't want to, I don't want to sit in this thought again. I want to get better next time. So I know next time when I go into the situation, maybe I won't lie or maybe I won't be so direct to somebody to hurt their feelings, or, or maybe um, I'll listen more than I talk so that they can trust me, or maybe I won't share that secret with somebody else. I, I think knowing like really sitting in where your intentions were, and if your intentions were not good, then there's another moment for growth is to ask yourself why your intentions weren't good. Why were you trying to hurt them? Why were you trying to make them feel a little less about themselves or, or any of those situations? So I think there's a few things there. Uh, One is, as Ashley was mentioning, kind of that first moment of conflict. I think the other thing is to sit in this and understand why it's affecting you so much. Uh, You know, I don't know how bad of a situation this is, but I always, I always uh, recommend talk therapy. I always recommend speaking with somebody uh, in these situations to try to just get a mediator. Uh, to go back to Ashley's kind of (laughs) example to kind of understand where you're at. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. 
That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Dars. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions because 
even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Well, we have a next from Katie. Katie says this. I have an older brother who I live with in his apartment. For reference, I am 19 years old and he is 25 years old. Here's some background. He is currently dating Mary and has been th- and has been for three years now after cheating on his ex with her. I was the one who told the ex about the cheating and ended their relationship, which really strained mine and my brother's closeness. Me and Mary get along well enough, but I wouldn't consider us friends. He has cheated on her once before with his ex right after they officially got together. And I'm the only one who knows. I had never said anything because my, me and my brother are close and I didn't want to hurt our friendship more and that we had finally rebuilt. But this is making me second guess what I should have done. A few days ago, he invited over one of his female friends. This by itself would have been fine, but I could loudly hear them in the next room being intimate. When the girl left and he realized I was awake, he told me it's okay because him and Mary had broken up. I didn't respond, but he reminded me that they are not together, so I shouldn't pull another stunt like I did with his ex. I said, okay, but I have heard him on the phone with Mary for the past three days. He always calls her baby pet names. He laughs with her and they still act like a couple. My last relationship ended due to my ex cheating. So it hurts knowing I could be helping my brother get away with an affair, but he claims they aren't together. Should I tell her about anything or is it not my place? You go first. Let me go first. Yeah, because I mean, okay, here, here's mine. Eh, I don't know. Your brother's definitely lying. And I still think you should probably stay out of it. Eh, I don't know. Um, if Mary ends up coming over, you've just heard her on the phone. But if she ends up coming over, you can maybe like drop some slight hints if you guys are alone. Try to vibe out how she's defining the relationship and how seriously she's taking it. They've been together for three years, him and Mary, though. I think you can't, like, make the declaration to Mary about there's something going on. You can... eh, You can maybe hint at it if you see her in person. Steer her in the right direction. But, yeah, you can't say anything. I don't think. I don't know. Uh, It's hard. Ben? (laughs) Well, the first issue here is that you live with your brother. And I think in a healthy environment... Uh, that could be a really cool thing and maybe really good for your closeness and for memories together. I think at this point, he's putting you in situations that are no longer healthy for you guys to be living this close to each other, especially in the same apartment. And so uh, if it's straining your like your uh, relationship with your brother by seeing how he is on an everyday basis, uh, I think it's probably good for you to to move out if that's an option in your life. So that would be like my first piece of advice would be try to find a separate place to live because this does not feel like a healthy environment for you. And it feels like over time, this is only going to get more unhealthy. The second point, and this is just going to be brutal honesty. um, Your brother's not a good dude. Um, He's not. And he's making decisions that are going to really hurt people, not only yourself, 
who's writing in here, but also the the women that he's doing this to. He's practicing a behavior and getting kind of in a rhythm of a behavior. It's becoming a trend at this point uh, that is going to lead him in a direction that's going to cause a lot of pain probably in his own life at, at, at some level when it catches up with him. And, uh, and it will, it will catch up with him. And so, uh, you know, I think one of the things that could be done here is it, when it comes to advice would be have a conversation with him and tell him, Hey, this isn't the man you want to be. I don't think. And if it is, I need you to tell me that. So I understand you better, but I don't think you want to be a man that continues to hurt people along his path in life and affects, um, relationships and treats intimacy uh, like it's something that could be thrown away. And I, I think as a sister, that's a really, uh, you're a trusted, loving source of truth for him. And I think that is your role here first and foremost is to ask him, who does he want to be in life? And, and is this behavior leading him in this direction? I think the final thing when it comes to your question of, do you need to tell Mary or not? I think it's a little different than the, the question that we had a couple of weeks ago when it came to um, the neighbor cheating on yeah. the ex-husband. I don't know. I don't know your relationship with Mary. She says that she's not close. She's not friends. Yeah, they're they're close, but they're not considered like friends. I I don't think that you need to. Um, and the the reason I say this, and this this is a really tricky situation. The reason I say this is because I think your brother's relationship with you right now is the thing that you need to work on the most. It sounds like. And your brother and his behavior is something that you need to be focused on at this point the most because he's your brother. And I think family uh, matters deeply and you want to see your brother be a good man to others and you want to be proud of your brother and you want to see him thrive and and you want to see him live a life that is fulfilling and not, you know, practicing this behavior. And so for me, I would say, I don't think your focus needs to be on if you need to tell Mary or not. I think your first focus needs to be on sitting with your brother. And if that conversation goes poorly and you feel like he is going to be um, hurting Mary as time goes on, then I think I would go with the same suggestion we gave um, the others, which is, hey, you need to talk to Mary about this. And if not, I'm going to. So you need to let him know first. Because I think him being blindsided by you doing this twice, even though I think you're in the right, and I don't think there's any wrong to what you did. I think the blindsidedness of doing this twice will lose your ability to speak any truth into him in the future. And I think right now he needs that more than anything else. Does that make sense? That is fantastic advice. Ben, stop it. We're going to have to rename this segment Ben's Great Advice. No, I mean, it, I do. I think... I think this is tricky and it's hard. And, and there's like, this is one of those situations where everything is so, and so much in a gray area. There's no black and white, right response here, or right answer. If she told Mary, I don't think you're in the wrong at all for doing that. I just worry about your ability to support your brother. Well, if he finds out you did that again, like I think the first step needs to be sitting with him and then you can make a decision on how to move forward from there. But I think first he he probably could need you and you like use your love right now because he's again we said it last week hurt people hurt people, right? Yeah. So 
That's my advice. That's Ben's advice. And if it were me, I'd be like, Mom, what should I do? Because yeah. my brother, because brother is doing this. Blah, 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 blah. He's so gross. It's tough. It's 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 hard. He's obviously hurt, though. I mean, I read this and I, I see probably some some type of pain in his life or whatever has happened, you know, in your guys's upbringing has um, kind of probably I'm hoping he has a good example back home. I'm hoping you do have parents that you can call um, and trust and talk to. But I'm assuming at this point you don't just because it wasn't mentioned uh, in the question. And so if, if that's not an option, then my first step would be sitting with him. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. 
gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cauliflower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Cauliflower, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Ben, I'm going to read the next one. Okay. Because I don't even know where to start because this guy sounds so gross. Why? Why? Okay. I'm so I'm so um like I can't even like put myself in this situation because I've yeah. like, never encountered a man. How like about this. you read it? Okay. <laughs> this is Lula, and she says, "How do I get nudes off my boyfriend's phone? My boyfriend sexed somebody who I thought was my friend behind my back." Well, that was my friend. Apparently not so much. She was interested in a threesome and asked to see my nudes. So he sent her photos and videos of me that he had. By the way, guys, rated R question. I feel absolutely disgusting and I'm gearing up to leave him, but I need to get some things in line first due to kids and living with him. I would also like to make sure he doesn't keep any photos of me. So I asked him to delete them as a condition of staying together. And he agreed to do so. But the other day, he mentioned that since we haven't been having sex, he decided to restore an old version of his phones that did have the nudes on them. He had done it in a couple. He had done it a couple days prior to telling me, and only admitted it when I was kind of fishing for information to see if all of them were actually deleted. How can I remove them in a way that he won't be able to recover them? I I still have all of his passwords. Yeah, this dude sounds gross. Um, you know, first off, he's holding these pictures over Lula in a way that's like blackmailing. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's terrible. Uh, you know, I this feels like a techie question for me actually, and I don't, I'm not a tech expert, and so I do believe we probably have a producer on here who would know how to permanently delete photos and videos. I don't have that answer, but let me start. Let us start, Ashley, with kind of talking through the situation in general. Uh, one, I'm really glad you're getting out of this relationship. Um, I can't understate just how uh, disgusting, really, this behavior is. Uh, the fact that he would not only um, send your videos to somebody else, and, and I'm not quite clear here if it was with your permission or not. No, no. It doesn't really said, seem like it was. I feel absolutely disgusting. Okay. 
Uh, so let, let's say that. Well, first off, that's that's terrible. I mean, there's very few things that are more violating in life than somebody um, that you're intimate with, that you're close to, that you trust, uh, taking advantage of that trust and intimacy, and also of uh, taking advantage of of you as a human and what and doing whatever with these videos he is. So this is this is a terrible situation, and I feel for you, Lula. Um, and I hope you're listening to this and just understand that if you're feeling really like, dis- like you said, disgusting and, and, and kind of just down and out, um, I'm, we're sorry first off. Um, but we hear you, but you're, you're not in the wrong here for wanting to get out of this thing as quickly as possible. I do believe though, you're, there's a lot of wisdom Lula, in what you're saying where you have to get some things together first and it. And I, I don't know how he would respond based on the behavior you've mentioned, it doesn't sound like he's a great dude. So I'm doubting he's going to respond. Well, if you were to say, Hey, this is over and I need you to remove those videos and pictures. I also don't know what kind of legal recourse you can have. If somebody has videos and pictures of you on their phone and you've ended this relationship, I don't know if there's maybe um, some legal recourse you could have to make sure that those get deleted permanently from his phone. Um, I don't, I don't know you know, that kind of law. And I, I can't really speak to it, but I do believe that that is a really smart first step here is to make sure that those are gone. Uh, but I would hope you could be honest with him and say, we're done. And as a result, you no longer have privilege to, to me and these pictures of me, you've taken advantage of this privilege. Uh, you haven't treated me well, and I need those pictures gone immediately. And you, and I hope <laughs> I mean, it sounds crazy to even say, I would hope he would just respect you and do that in front of you for you. Now let's bring in, uh, let's bring in Easton. I think Easton, uh, is our tech expert. Easton, is there a way to permit, make sure you permanently delete pictures and videos from your phone? There is the thing that, um, frightens me. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but when you delete a photo on an Apple device, they exist in like a recently deleted folder for I think 30 days and then they're gone forever. And you can go in there and clear those out. But the fact that she said he restored an old version of his phone, this man is going to extreme lengths to hide these pictures and, and get them back. I wouldn't be surprised if he has them on a computer somewhere too, hard hard drive or something. I would go through every piece of technology that you can get your hands on from him. You do have the passwords. I would use them. Go through every photo album, delete everything you can find. And then after that, I can't imagine that you have too much power um, unless he were to, of course, share them in the future after you guys break up. Hey, and by the way, do that deleting before you announce the breakup to him. I mean, if you have all his passwords, I say log into his iCloud and delete the old versions of his phone, too. I mean, this man doesn't yeah, deserve to have a backup of anything. Yeah, that's a great or point. working off the fact that hopefully this guy has an Apple where it's like all very easy like that. Yeah. But if, yeah, he has other stuff. There's not like an iCloud that's all like consuming. I would, uh, I, I, I don't know why I want to say this, but I just feel like I, I should, too. Um, when you do do this process... Uh, when you go through uh, the steps here, as, as Easton mentioned, I do want to reiterate, there is a way to permanently delete these if it's on only a phone. You go 
you delete it and you go in the recently deleted files and delete those and then they're gone. So make sure, you know, if it's just on a phone, that's a good step. Uh, when it comes to other, you know, devices that he might have stuff saved on, you would know that a lot better than we would if those exist or not. And if they do exist, then make sure you check those. But I did want to just mention that when you go through this process, I feel like I just want to say you should have a peer there with you. Um, a trusted friend. That's, that's really good advice. Yeah, you should have somebody with you because I feel like this could be a very contentious moment. And based on the the question that you asked us, uh, it doesn't sound like this dude is a good dude. And uh, it doesn't sound like he'll probably respond very well to it. And so I would just recommend having somebody there that you trust beside you as you go through this for for multiple reasons. Uh, one is they can be they can validate that you've asked him to do this if this ever does become a bigger subject. And two, just to have that support next to you uh, and with you as you do this. This could be a very emotional time for you as well uh, because there is going to be things that probably you have to go back through and look at and see. And it will probably um, mess with you a little bit. And, it, and that's okay if it does, mm-hmm. but I just want you to make sure that you kind of have a community around you while you do that. It's really smart, Ben. Uh, Ashley, why do, uh, I mean, I've never been a fan of the saying the guys suck. Cause I just don't, I, I know so many good dudes in my life. I know so many men that I look up to, that I get wisdom from, that I talk to, that I learn from, that support me well, that care for me well. I have an amazing dad. Uh, I've been lucky to be surrounded, I think, uh, intentionally and sometimes just by luck with really good men. So I've never liked the word that guys suck, but goodness gracious, these questions are making me question that. Right? I I mean, some guy. let's like, I think at this point I'd agree with, yes, some guys do like this is, this is some terrible stuff that these dudes are are doing. I don't like it. It's actually like firing me up and it makes me um, sad and angry for the the women that have entered into these uh, men's lives, but also for the men, because I, I know they can be better. Like I know that they, they're better than this and they're for whatever reason doing things that aren't just, um, done with poor intention. They're doing things that are drastically going to affect the mental well-being of these women's lives. And I think that is a power that nobody should have over somebody else. Um, or nobody should, uh, at all release that power on somebody else. Right. So mm-hmm. this is. This is heavy stuff. I hope if you're listening, again, we go back to the beginning of this episode where we just talk about if you're listening and you're, you're finding yourself in a similar situation, maybe you're feeling a little less alone. Maybe you're gaining a little bit of uh, insight into how multiple people on, on this show would deal with it. But if you disagree with everything we're saying, again, that's okay. But maybe uh, you're thinking through these situations a little bit. Like you're, you're at least considering how you would respond or what your advice you would give. And I think that's a benefit to everybody as well, because these are, these are tough. These are real. This is what people are going through who listen to the show weekly with us. Uh, and I hope the Almost Famous podcast maybe gives you not only a place that you feel less alone, but a little brevity in life to talk about some crazy reality show. Uh, that gets the air on our TVs. And, and, and hopefully this, this podcast is a place where you can just maybe take a second and, and realize that your problems, yes, they're major, but you're not alone in them. Other people are going through stuff too. Well put, Ben. Seriously. You're, I, again, sermons. Got to put them out there. 
These are basically sermons. little. This is basically Ben Sermon, except for we don't call it Ben Sermon. <laughs> ben Sermon, that'd be great. I, I did just speak at a church last weekend, and I just got back from Reno, Nevada, actually, um, where uh, I got to hear um, the head coach of Nevada give a speech to his team that really fired me up and rallied oh, me. That's fun. Uh, my best friend coached out there, and I got to see his wife and two boys, and it was really cool to kind of hear what it's like to be a mentor and a coach not only my buddy, but the head coach. Um, so I feel like I've, I've gained some wisdom this week and learned from some great men just oh, here. That's recently. really cool. Yeah, it's cool. All right. Uh, we'll be back uh, with another episode of the almost famous podcast. We have some great interviews coming up uh, on our thread that you should look uh, forward to. We are going to start bringing more past contestants and current contestants onto the almost famous podcast. Now it's about time. Uh, or it's about that time of year where we're bringing in some of the people that are, are the biggest names um, the making the headlines and we're going to chat with them. Also, we're going to continue to break down Joey's season of the bachelor, but this has been almost good advice. And so until next time, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See you guys. Thank you. Follow the Ben and Ashley. I almost famous podcasts on iHeartRadio, or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Child proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. I love CVS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. 
and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 